your home this morning, God bless you. It is awesome to be with you this morning. I am telling you now, you need to pray because it is right that the church gathers. Because only free people can free people. The nation doesn't know they're in bondage. We're looking for freedom. And only the church has the answer. And I'm not talking about a building. I'm talking about the ecclesia who is free. I am talking about the ones that the sun has set free. Only free people can free people. Let's teach this morning. Father, we thank you for this anointing. The teaching anointing. Thank you for your grace about the power of your kingdom working and operating in our lives. I pray for anybody that is struck down this morning. That is struggling mentally, emotionally, physically, financially. We thank you that your kingdom will visit them this morning. This kingdom of abundance. This kingdom of peace. This kingdom of order. If you could bring order to the universe, surely you can bring order to my home. I speak order into the house of God this morning, into my mind. Think through my mind this morning. Bring order to my thoughts. But let this anointing break every yoke. Your kingdom is here. and We bless you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you for being with us this morning. Let's get into the word of God this morning. Greetings to everyone this morning in your home. It is an honor. It is a privilege. And we are starting a new series called Made for Dominion. Made for Dominion. Made for Dominion. Nations across the globe are all struggling with the concept of freedom. I mean, we've struggled before growing up and there are many different things we've been fighting for concerning apartheid as a system of bondage and then poverty. And there are many ills across the, across the globe, but there's a battle that has intensified. And I want the church to be aware of it this morning. There's something that has intensified and we all know it, we're all feeling it. The fact that many people are losing jobs and being at home and the church can't gather. But there is something that we need to understand in the season. So it's a word that God woke me up with and said, this is what you need in the season. We need to understand the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God helps us understand many things. Many things. Greetings to every single one of you. Everybody across the globe, they're looking for something they had once possessed but have now lost. It's called freedom or dominion. Dominion. The worlds are looking for it. But I tell you, the world is refusing to come to the one who made them. They run to everybody else except to the kingdom, kingdom of God and the word of God for answers. But you a child that you should have absolute peace in your home. I need an amen from you. You should have breakthrough. Doesn't matter what's happening. You should have breakthrough right now in your home. Why? Because you are in the kingdom of God. So what we're doing is, we are going back to basics. What I'm going to give you is really the basics of the kingdom. It's deep, but it's basics. And many people have not understood this. It's a foundational truth that allows us to go back to basics. So, I'm going to give you the basic principles and a, a, what we're calling a dominion chart. You were made for dominion, but I want you to see these four things. If you can put up the chart for me this morning. The dominion chart says, number one is responsibility. Now remember, we are creating an environment so people can be free, so people can be fruitful, so people can rule over their circumstances. So before God makes man, and gives him an instruction, he first creates the environment. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, in the beginning, God made both the heavens and the earth. The earth is out and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Are we still streaming this morning? Good. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Anytime you find a place in chaos, the Spirit of God is ready. I'm telling you that the Spirit of God is ready over South Africa. 
I am telling you, the Spirit of God is ready over the nations. If anybody would go and align themselves with God, God has got an answer for this COVID situation. He's got an answer for the economic situation. He's got an answer for the president. He's got, he can show us what to do. And the problem that God has got is that many are not seeking Him and they're coming to say that God is here judging the earth. It's man's fault that the earth is in its chaos. But can somebody praise the Lord for the Holy Spirit that is hovering over every home this morning to bring order into your home? Can you praise the Lord where you are this morning? So God starts to create order in the universe. He creates both the heavens and the earth. It's important for you to understand this. So the dominion chart tells you that God, when He creates this environment, you must understand who's in charge. Psalms 116 verse 5, 5, 15, 116 verse 15 says, The heavens, the high heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth, no, that's not the right scripture. I think it's verse 115 verse 66. The heavens belong to the Lord, the high heavens, the earth is given to the sons of men. Listen to me, child of God. If God wanted you in heaven he would have made you there. Psalms 115 verse 16. The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's. But the earth is given to the children of men. You were not made for heaven. Because there's a king in heaven. And his domain is sorted out. He's ruling. Where's the problem? It's in the earth. I mean, if, if heaven was the destination... Then when you got born again, you should have died. Because then that's your access. But why are we still here? So listen to God's order. We're going to teach a bit, but we're going to preach as well. So, One is responsibility. Do you mean back the chart? Check the environment. He puts man in charge. Gives him a responsibility. He says, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And I want you to see this. The second thing is understanding. The spirit of understanding must come upon this generation like never before. The third thing is to understand the wisdom of God. Or the discipline. Or the application. Or the persistence. Many people don't understand the basics of being born again. Any area. The fourth one is freedom. Or dominion. Or delight. It brings you into a place of where you feel the freedom. You start to sense that my life is starting to progress. Fruitfulness and all. And let me say this to you. Any area of your life where you feel oppressed. If you apply these four principles. You're going to come to the top. You're going to walk in dominion. You're going to experience freedom. Number one is responsibility. When you see the environment that God creates, look at this man. He's made in the image of God. But God has already said the heavens and the earth. He told Adam where to rule. He gives him an instruction. That instruction is found in Genesis chapter 2. Verse 15. Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. You know that God made him. He made him for dominion. Let me go back a verse. We'll come back to this one. So hold on to this one. Go with me to, to Psalms chapter 8 and verse. This is a foundational scripture. Verse 3. David says, when I consider the he your heavens... He's looking into the heavens because God made the heavens and the earth and the work of your fingers. That's what he calls it. The moon and the stars which you've ordained. Verse 4. Next verse, he says, What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? Verse 5. Next verse. For you've made him a little lower than the angels and you've crowned him with glory and honor. Here's the foundational scripture of what we're going to in the next season. You've made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. 
You put all things under your feet. Somebody just needs to stomp their feet a little bit and begin to remind the devil that he's under your feet. Come on, somebody. In your home right now. Look, if you don't understand in your home, at least cross your legs and say, I'm in charge. At least do that at home. Amen. At least go and cross your legs and say, hey, I'm in charge. At least let us know that you're the authority in that home. Let the devil know that he cannot rule over your environment. Let him know that God put you in charge. He put you in charge. And anytime you find somebody who holds the responsibility, they also hold the power. This is important. So, Let's understand some things concerning the kingdom of God. I gave you another place to go to. What did I say? Genesis chapter, Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. Now watch the understanding. So God creates an environment. He puts the man in the middle of this environment. And then he gives him an instruction. Now he says, Adam, understand. Can somebody put out there the spirit of understanding? Listen to Genesis 2.15. The Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to do what? To tend and keep it. You were, you were put in charge. And he sat with the power to rule over his circumstances. He sat with the power to have dominion. He could rule over his area of influence. And the church and sons and daughters needs to come back to that, to understand that. This is what he lost. When Adam fell, he lost the ability to rule. He lost his assignment. All of the earth went into chaos. And you know, it's not getting any better. It's because the earth is groaning and looking for what? The manifestation of the sons of God. Those that understand that they were made to rule. I need somebody to give a bit of a shout in this house. Listen, verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. It's going to get, this is basics in the kingdom. But it's very challenging because we're finding that people are on the wrong foundation. They're believing the wrong stuff. I am going to say some things that could offend some people. But you must just work with me because it's going to set you free. I am not looking to put you into greater bondage. I'm dealing with dominion. In your home, please type out if anybody's there, give us a thumbs up. Put in there, made for dominion. Everything I'm going to be teaching you is not going to bring you into a religion. It's not going to put you in anybody's bondage and under the thumb of anybody else. Listen. Two, three weeks from now, we're going to be teaching about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He says, don't eat. What's the tree of knowledge of good and evil? It's the tree of comparisons. That's the reason why Black Lives Matter is never going to win. Because somebody is going to be put under. You were born to live under nobody's thumb. You were born for freedom. Can somebody begin to clap their hands and bless the Lord this morning? I am telling you, it looks good to the eye, Eve. And it looks like it's pleasant to eat, Eve. It looks like it's going to make you like God, Eve. But I'm telling you, eating from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil is going to put you into greater bondage. It's going to put you into fear. It's going to put you in naked and afraid. It's going to set you far from God. You've got to be careful what you're eating in this season. I want to know who's feeding you. <sighs> When Adam and Eve partakes of the tree, they now have a problem in the environment. And God who made the environment and made them steps into that environment temporarily and says, we have a problem. 
Why would God step in? Because whoever takes the responsibility for what happened gets the power. Listen to the word. Genesis chapter 3 verse 22. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. They lived in a place now where they could compare. And now, lest he be put, in his, put out his hand, and lest he begins to also eat of the tree of life, and eat and live in that condition forever. Therefore the Lord sent them out of the garden to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and a flaming sword. I want you to understand that a religious mindset is never going to work in the skin. You, you're always going to fail or you're gonna, you're gonna, you, you'll turn it off because you say, this man is speaking something else. It's heresy. Go and read the scriptures and you get understanding. Because I was sold religion, but I went to go and study it for myself and I got the spirit of understanding and that's why we're walking in freedom. I took responsibility for my development. Take responsibility for it. Don't run to wherever. Ask if what I am preaching, ask the Lord if what I'm telling you is the truth. But if you look at environments, the reason why we are struggling right now is because all environments are messed up. Social distancing. Can't come to church. Can't go to school. Close that business. What's the enemy trying to do? He's still messing with the environment. But look how God responds to broken environments. God steps in to that environment because you cannot change anything you're not willing to participate in. It's deep. But that's what leadership is all about. When you understand what God does, He takes responsibility. So He walks in, He asks the question, He says, Adam, where are you? He says, not me, it's the woman. What's the first thing that Adam doesn't do? He doesn't take responsibility. That's the first thing in the kingdom. First thing. Because environments in the kingdom is everything. He takes responsibility. He goes, can somebody take responsibility? Because whoever's got the responsibility has got the power to change something. So responsibility, Adam says, not me. Eve, not me. Satan, it's me. He legitimately has to hand over the power. So Satan can build a kingdom on a perverted foundation because he received legitimately the power. Because whoever takes responsibility of the environment gets the power. This is deep, but it's basics. It's kingdom basics. So check how powerful this thing gets. God then turns around. He says, I'm now going to send a seed. What did he do? He takes responsibility for his creation. And he responds by sending his son. What did I just say? You cannot go in, you cannot change anything you're not willing to participate in. So you sit this side and complain about government. Until you participate in politics, you can't go and change it. Until you take responsibility, you can't enter into that space and change anything. You can't complain about, I have no money. The only reason why you have no money is number one, he's not taking responsibility for your spending. Can we preach? Or you've not entered into the place of economics and understand how money works. Somebody put out their understanding. The reason why I was always under the control of the enemy when it comes to kingdom stuff or spirituality is because I had no understanding. And I blamed the pastors and I blamed everybody else for my home and for my life. Until I said, let me take responsibility for my life. Then I went into the Bible to go and understand it. For years, God has developed us, given us the grace to go to Bahamas, sit with Dr. Miles, sit with great kingdom teachers and preachers, serve Dr. Winston, and get an understanding. 
in all your getting child of God, can you lift up your hand this morning and say, Father, give me understanding. Because any place you are failing in is because you just lack understanding. There is no mountain. Man's ignorance is his mountain. I'm preaching better than you saying amen. Because we are coming into that house and we're going to find out who's in charge of that house. Oh pastor, I only have a bed here. It's not really my house. It's still the place where you then reside. There should be no demonic activity because a kingdom citizen takes charge of the environment. Okay. Let me show you some more about how kingdoms work. Let me show you the importance of kingdoms. Before we can enter into a place of dominion. Esther chapter 1. Give you an example because many of us grew up with the understanding of democracy. You must put your vote in and, and that's how governments work. In the kingdom of God, it's a theocracy. One God... One rule, no vote. You don't get to vote in heaven. The king is established. You don't have an opinion. Because God's got order in heaven. There's no Facebook in heaven. Everybody, what do you like? Oh, I don't like the way you're this thing. No Twitter. No idea that comes from man up there. Because God sits and rules from this place. Now let me help you understand kingdoms. Go with me. So the kingdom of God is the character of God. It means it's the sum total of who God is. Let's define some principles here. Some, some words here. The kingdom of God, when I speak about the kingdom of God, I'm speaking about the character of God. It's who this God is. It's God. It's just the nature of God. The kingdom of heaven is God's system. So God made the heavens and the earth. So he put systems in place. He put systems in place for governance, for order. That's why you must pray. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. It's, it's, God's, it's where God's government is located. Remember he said his glory above the heavens. But where his government is, it's the place where God's thrones are set. That's where we pray. Our Father who art in heaven. That's how we pray. It's the throne of grace. It's the seat of Christ. It's the courts of God. It's a, it's a geographical place that houses God's government and systems. What is the kingdom? So the kingdom is the culture of God, which is the ability to rule and to have dominion in the earth. So anytime we begin to work in the kingdom of God, Jesus came to restore the kingdom in the earth. So in Luke chapter 17 verse 21, it says, if you give me Luke chapter 17 verse 21, we'll come back to Esther now. Nor will they say, see here or be there. So Jesus going back to heaven, Psalm 24 says, they open up the gates and they welcome the king of glory back up into heaven. And God set order straight in heaven. So heaven is at peace and you are seated with him. The problem that we're having is in the earth. But in his wisdom, he also dropped as you are in the kingdom, the kingdom's in you. Look at God's wisdom. So deep down inside of every single born again believer, is a desire to rule over their circumstances because as it is in heaven, as God is ruling, so it should be for us on the earth. Luke 17, verse 21. Go back one verse. See here, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. So there's a kingdom and it's working mightily in our midst. The reason why God would say, okay, you've taught enough at home. Now go preach the kingdom. Take the team together and start to preach. Because when you're dealing with demonic systems, Satan does not play nice and he does not care. He wants to control you. And the only way you can deal with them, for the kingdom suffereth violence. 
but the violent. Is there anybody going to give a violent shout in this house this morning and begin to praise the Lord this morning and say, Lord, let your kingdom come here. Are there any sons and daughters uh, that understands the power of the kingdom of God? For the kingdom does not only come in word, it comes with power. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever i need kingdom citizens just to rise up and just lift your hands and begin to bless the lord this morning and say father let your kingdom come let your will be done over south africa over my home over this nation over this region father let there be order in my home i command order let satan know that there is a kingdom people in the earth the kingdom is vibrant, it's alive, it's powerful, and living within us. Don't underestimate the power of the kingdom, your church. Don't underestimate what God is doing in the earth right now. Don't you believe that God, the virus is just taking over and the kingdom has got no say. Uh -uh. We are teaching the things concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, but we are preaching the kingdom. That's why you can't teach the kingdom. you got to preach the kingdom because power preaching is needed in this hour. That's why the churches must open up. That's why the churches must come together. We need power kingdom preachers in this season. Your intimidation is not going to work because Satan doesn't respect int intimidated people. Your timidity don't work in the kingdom. You've not been given a spirit to fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. Satan only respects authority. He goes and he respects the ones who are in charge. He respects the one that understand I was made for dominion. Devil, get out of my home. Get out of my sphere. Get out of my space. I need somebody to pray. I need somebody to preach. I need somebody to declare for wherever the word of the king is, there is power. Don't you underestimate what's in the kingdom because anybody, whether they are born again or not, will understand I cannot, you can only suppress me for so long. Black lives matter. When they give that message, the people that are following them, they're looking for one thing only, to be free. You must get understanding. Now let me show you how kingdoms work. How God deals with it because if you don't understand that you're a kingdom citizen and that you actually the power is with you, you'll keep putting this power in the hands of governments and the medical people to decide who's in charge here, man. Can we find out who's in charge of all this? Because the reason why there's chaos is because the sun's haven't risen. Because when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. What are we dealing with here? Have a look. I want to just breeze through this quickly and just let's understand the story. Pick up Esther chapter 1 and go to verse 16. They're having a party. It's, it's the king. He's in his palace. And he's celebrating his, his kingdom. That's what God does. That's why we come for worship. That's why we come with testimonies. That's why we come to gather on a Sunday. Because we had breakthrough in the education center. We had breakthrough in business. That's what gives God the praise and the glory. Come on, somebody. This is why we came this morning. Because I want to tell you, the enemy had a plan to take us out this week. But God in His kingdom and His glory preserved and protected His people. Can somebody just praise the Lord? This morning, can somebody lift their voices and give God some praise? Give the king some glory. Give the king glory. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Every king is looking for one thing only, that you give him glory. You don't think Satan wants worship? You don't think he also wants worship? You don't think he's also looking that somebody bows his knee? He offered that to Jesus. Because kingdoms come with glory. 
And the glory alone must belong to the king who gave you his kingdom. Come on, put it in there. I will not bow. It's not a season to bow. Let Satan know that you know who you are. Everybody needs to be won over. Everybody's looking for their kingdom. And if you teach it and not form, you cannot change that environment until you have an understanding about the kingdom of God and find out what people are really looking for. The king is having a party. He's having an awesome time. He gets drunk. He brings all the people in. What's he doing? He's bragging about his kingdom. That's what God does. He's bragging over your life. Kings go to, uh, I'm ahead of myself. This woman, the queen, she's having a party by herself. The king is so drunk, he says, go and fetch my wife. I want to brag on her. That's what kings do. They don't need anything. They just, when their citizens are doing well, the king gets all the glory. Are you understanding how kingdoms work? This woman refuses. Let's pick up verse 6. Now everybody comes around the throne of the king. And they're making inquiries about what has actually happened here. So they're debating. Do we keep her? Do we let her go? And Memucan answered before the king and, and the princes. Queen Vashti has not only wronged the king, but also all the princes and all the people who are in all the provinces of King Hazarius. If you don't understand, when the environments are messed up, whoever is in that environment in the kingdom of God is not just a problem for the king, it's a problem for everybody. Your breakdown is a problem for the whole kingdom. You not functioning is a problem for everybody. For the queen's behavior, I wish you would hear me this morning, child of God. The queen's behavior will become known to all women so that they will despise their husbands in their eyes when they report. King Azarius commanded Queen Vashti to be brought in before him, but she did not come. The news is going to go out of how you handle the situation, king. You've got to deal with this thing effectively because in kingdoms, environments are everything. Come on, somebody. Say, environments are everything. Say, my home environment is everything to the Lord. Say, environments are everything. Come on, say it this morning. This very day, the noble ladies of Persia and media will say to the king's officials that they have heard of the behavior of the queen. There will be excessive contempt and wrath. Next verse. If it pleases the king, let a royal decree go out from him and let it be recorded in the laws of the Persians and the Medes so that it will be not be altered that Vashti shall no more come no more before King Azarius and let the king give her royal position to another one who is better than she. You need to hear me. It's the same reason why God had to put Adam and Eve out of that environment. It's the, because kingdoms work that way. You can't have dominion while your environment is infected with the wrong stuff. If there's anything that's disturbing your peace, if you don't address it, you cannot have dominion. How can we be tolerating COVID and all that's happening here and saying, well, you know, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. The devil is a liar. There's a king that is amongst us. There is a king that is in this place. There are kingdom citizens that will get up with a shout and say, not in my house, not in my generation, not with my family, not in this time, not in the labor. Man, you cannot blame God for this. Because then your theology is skewed and you're going to sit back and you're going to pretend like, oh, I'm just waiting to die. The devil is a liar. He's a deceiver. And the Bible says the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. Can I give you one more? Tell you about environments. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 14 verse 12. 
Somebody put in there, this is how kingdoms work. Say it, come on. This is how kingdoms work. Not religion. Man never lost a religion because he was never given a religion. Everybody's longing for a kingdom to rule. You were made for dominion. Oh, how you've fallen from heaven, O Lucifer. Son of the morning. You were cut down to the ground. You who weakened the nations. For you said in your heart, God knows what's in the hearts of men. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne. What? You want a throne. I made you this musical instrument that led worship in the heavenlies. That's your position. Now you say, I'm going to ascend to the heaven. I will exalt my throne. Listen to him. Above the stars of God, I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the furthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. That's what he told Eve when she ate from that tree. Kingdoms don't work that way. Yet, listen to the response. You shall be brought down to Sheol. To the lowest depths of the pit. Listen, Satan didn't make hell. God did. Stop believe, letting him believe that he's in charge. There's a place made for him. Go and read the book of Revelation. God made it. Because nobody comes up here and rules the way they want to rule. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you. Saying, is this the man who made the earth terrible? Who shook kingdoms? That's what we're dealing with now. Everybody's shaken. He's shaking governments. He's shaking the medical. He's shaking economics. He's shaking education. He's shaking families. Causing early deaths. What? At the end of it, we're all going to look back when this is done. Is this the man? Is this what we were scared over? Is this what we were afraid of? And this is my anger in this season. Because we're dealing with people that are sitting back and holding back. Yet the answer is in the church. You were made for dominion, man. What is the reason why we're having all of this chaos going on? It's because nobody understands where this thing comes from. How does it function? And how do we deal with it effectively? Yet nobody wants to go before the Lord. No, shut the churches also. The devil is a liar, him and his mother-in-law. I just need you to give a shout in your house where you are right now and let the devil know that not here, not on my watch, not this time, this kingdom is coming into my home over my children. I want you to stamp your feet. All things are under your feet. He made you to have dominion over all the works of his hands. He made you that way. My God, my God, my God. He did what? Who made the world is a wilderness. We're all going to be looking back and saying, is this what this man did? And destroyed its cities. Is that what's happening right now? Who did not open the house of his prisoners? How many people are locked up in their houses? Oh, I don't want to go out. The Lord told me, get up. And raise your expectation. I'm going to fight for you. Listen, young man. I had to make up my mind. Look, if we sit here, we're going to die. If we go there, we might die. So let us just get up and go to the house of the Lord. Is there anybody that's going to get up from where they are? Say, devil, I'm going to get up and know who I am. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Let me move, let me move, let me move. Let me move forward. I'll get into that next week. But let me help you. And end up with this. Everything in the kingdom of God is about environments. God said in this environment, you're not the boss. I cast you out. Listen to how worse it gets for him. Go with me to Luke chapter 10 verse 1. Verse 1 to 3. Luke chapter 10. Jesus is in the earth. Because you cannot change anything you're not willing to enter into. He had to leave his throne and enter into the earth. And then die on the cross and enter into Hades. 
and commanded. He says, I, and he, 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 he's disarmed them. The principalities and the powers. He took back the keys of death and Hades. Because you cannot change anything you cannot not willing to enter into. And what does he do? He takes the keys and he throws it to the sons and daughters. <laughs> Watch now. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also. And he sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Can you not be just somebody that is just sitting back and understand that God is needing laborers in the season? He needs sons and daughters. He says, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Verse 3, go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. How can we be sitting back? How can we be taking the fear that the world is throwing at us? You must eat. There's got to be an economy. Are we going to just sit back and die? Or are we just going to get up and rise up with a praise and a worship and trust God to bring His kingdom into this earth? Pick up verse 17. So He sends them out. So watch now. They're coming back. When the 70 returned with joy, then the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. What was he saying? He says, now remember that you're empowered, you have dominion, go into a city and clean it up. They come back and they're laughing. Listen to what he says. He said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from where? From heaven. Where are you seated? With Christ. Where? In heavenly places. What is, all things are under your feet. I need somebody just to stomp their feet one more time this morning and say, Lord, everything is under my feet. Listen what Jesus said. Woo! Woo! I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Woo! 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 He says, behold, because they have the responsibility of sending the message, He also gives them the authority. Behold, I give you the authority. Go back to the King James Version on this, on this verse. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power. The enemy's got power, but you have power over all the power of the enemy and nothing. Come on, somebody in your home, lift your hands and say nothing. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. It will not come near your home. The virus cannot touch your mind. It cannot touch your life. Come on, deal with that spirit of fear. Deal with that spirit of fear. The kingdom is being preached in the season. Dominion. I was made for dominion. Come on, nothing will hurt you. A thousand will fall at my side. Ten thousand at my right hand. It will not come near me. It will not come near my home. It will not come near my body. I rebuke that virus. The virus doesn't come from God. The virus comes from Satan. And you have authority over that devil this morning. Tramp on that thing. Let the devil know. I know who I am. We raised up a weak people. That have no understanding. Verse 20. Go to the New King James Version. For me, please. Nevertheless, do not rejoice this, in this, that the spirits, my God, that the spirits are subject to you. The spirits are subject to you. Anybody, when he took them, he said, 
I'm now going to give you this message and I'm going to give you a mission. I'm giving you this mandate. What comes with taking responsibility is the power. Can somebody get understanding this morning? Somebody in your own home this morning, you need to just fold your legs and say, I'm in charge. Stop letting the enemy and the spirits of fear come and mess with your home. Stop letting this devil come and take over. When there's, because anytime there's nobody in charge, he takes charge. He'll take charge. And you give him just, I just, I just, I just, I just want to be safe until when? You have an enemy all around you. What are you going to do? Sit back and not shout and praise and pray and let the devil go and kill you with fear, not even COVID. Job said, the very thing that I feared has come upon me. People don't understand. You can't tolerate fear for one moment. Come on, drive out that spirit of fear from your home right now. Say, not your devil. I know that I've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I have a sound mind. Come on, put your hand on your head and say, I have a sound mind. I have a sound mind. He says, don't rejoice about that. He says, when you said yes to me, rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Because that's all Satan respects. And that's all God accepts. Now hear me? Some of you have been tolerating that spirit of fear. And I'm not with you. And you're not coming to church where we can lay hands on you. You are in charge. And you better take authority over the spirit of fear. Clean your environment. That's the reason why you cannot bring in. Some of you have been dancing with the devil and expecting kingdom results. You can't go and play a bit with sin and then say, I rebuke you. They don't play fair. Sin makes cowards of men. You can't play with that thing. And then you're going to drive him out. Uh-uh. And come sit in our haste and say, but we then friends. You and I then playing together. Now you want to drive me out on a Sunday morning. It's not going to work anymore. That, that, that religious spirit is not going to work anymore. You can't walk in dominion and then still play with the devil. Because God cast him out. And he gave you dominion over all spirits. I'm preaching better than you saying amen in that house of yours. You got to hear this man. You keep on messing. The reason why you gave your life to Christ is because you get seated with Him and your name gets written and you receive a power of position. A position of power. But you also have a responsibility in the earth because you're still alive. Now watch. The Bible says, because legitimately, Jesus comes into this atmosphere, the earth. He changes all that's happening in the earth. And he installs a new kingdom. He goes into hell, takes the keys, gives the authority back to us. Now, we're sitting with the keys. Listen how powerful this is. The power that Satan had in the Garden of Eden, where man couldn't do anything about it, but live naked and afraid in their little homes. Jesus comes in. He comes into the earth. And the Bible says he dies on the cross. Listen, he came to his own and his own received him not. He is God's legitimate authority because he took responsibility. So he's got back the power. He's sitting with the power. Listen how powerful it gets. He says, he came to his own, his own received him not. But for as many as received him, to them, he gave power to become children of God. You get back the power when you say yes to Jesus. Stop playing this religious game. It's not working in this generation. People are dying. You can't play this game anymore. You're going to have to know who you are. You have to know how to clean up your environment. You're going to have to know how to walk free of fear. You're gonna, you, you, can't, you can't tolerate fear. 
that spirit of doubt, fear, and unbelief, we'll deal with that next week. But I'm telling you, child of God, you've been given authority. All things are under your feet. You were made for dominion. And it's a new season. Come on, lift your hands where you are right now. And begin to decree and declare that my atmosphere is free from every satanic and demonic force. No, fear doesn't live here. A son of God lives here. One who was born for the kingdom of God. Come on, praise the Lord this morning. Oh my God, we praise and bless you. Can I have the worship team back up here? Praise the Lord. For anybody who's not received Jesus Christ, hear me, child of God. You better make right with the Lord. I am telling you today. If not for today, then for eternity. Because I am telling you that Satan's playing and it's not fair. It's to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And God's going to raise you up. He wants to touch you. He wants to deliver you. He wants you to be free from fear. And He wants you to be the one that can, He can send into cities. Change mountains. Influence mountains. And become all that He's called you to be. If you do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I don't know how many people are getting saved. I don't even know if people are being saved. All I know is that whoever is a son of, and daughter of God in your sphere of influence, can you please share this with somebody? Can you please speak to somebody? Because some people are dying not knowing Christ, a Christless eternity. You can't ignore Christ anymore. And you can't ignore the reason why He came anymore. You can't walk in ignorance anymore. Because ignorance is killing people. I pray this morning that you would make right with the Lord. Here's the prayer. If you really mean business with God, you'll say, Lord, I confess that I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. I believe you died on the cross for a sinner like me. Today I receive you as my Lord and as my Savior. Wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sin. Make me yours. I belong to you. You belong to me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you really mean that, You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light. You've come into a kingdom. And he's going to make you, teach you, and give you understanding of how to rule over your circumstances. May the Lord cleanse every environment this morning. May the Lord wash you. May the Lord cleanse you. May your mind be free from fear. The spirit of dread, fear and dread will not rest in your home. Spirit of doubt, fear and unbelief is broken from your life today. I call for the peace of God. 